pillow. And welcome back to Dinner at Yiffenies with your host, Take a Ironhoof. Before we begin, I just want to remind everyone that we have our own Patreon. With tiers starting as low as $1 per month, you can show even more appreciation. Every member, no matter which tier you choose, will receive their own badge on the Dinner at Yiffenies website and a personal call-out at the end of each episode. Starting at the $5 tier, you will receive an exclusive Dinner at Yiffany sticker, and at our top tier, you'll receive an even more exclusive t-shirt. All proceeds will be going towards paying for the podcast expenses, including paying voice actors and authors for their contributions. And if we have anything left at the end of the year, Patreon members will get to decide which charity the remaining funds go to. On tonight's episode... Not everyone has an interest in heading over to the stadium to see the big game. Some people prefer to get away from the bright lights and overwhelming sounds and make the most of the quiet around the other parts of the campus. Instead of heading to the stadium for an afternoon of football, Iris has her own day planned out around getting away from the crowds. She knows the aquatic center will be just about deserted, and when she arrives, she finds only the lifeguard. After some flirting and a quick rescue, who knows what these two might get up to. With that, sit back, relax, and drift away into another world of furry fiction and erotica. Loving the Lifeguard by Joshia Try not to get yourself into too much trouble, hmm? Iris called out to her friend. But even as Madison was heading out the door of their dorm room, Iris was putting a few things together in her gym bag. I hear things can get pretty rowdy at those tailgate parties. Madison wasn't deterred by the message. Well, maybe. I'm looking for things to get a little rowdy. She offered as a tease. But Iris was already rolling her eyes when her roommate hurried ahead. The snow leopard sighed quietly. But she couldn't blame Madison for wanting to go out and have a good time with the weekend. They had the same plan, but slightly different definitions of what a good time constituted. Where Madison wanted to try something new and be out among the crowds at the football game, Iris was perfectly content taking advantage of the fact that over half of the campus would be completely vacant, save for those who were stuck working jobs at the other campus buildings. On game day, only the lifeguard and the front desk attendant were present at the River City Aquatic Center. Iris made three, but she felt like she was all alone with her first love. The distant, echoing hmm of the air filtration system above the pool was a siren song to the leopardess, invoking memories of literal months and years of her life spent under the comforting ripples of the water. To call the pool her first love might have been hyperbole, but Iris was delighted to see that she'd be probably alone with it for as much of the day as she cared to share with it. Been too long since I decided to just take a day to myself and really unwind, she whispered. It was a force of habit, though there was no one around her to hear her. It was a force of habit, though there was no one around to hear her or to see her, as the tight grip of her shorts came undone and the form of her t-shirt became formless on the floor. Bet I'm the only girl on campus who even thinks about getting away from the stadium when they're at home, though. Paws reached back and unclasped the hooks of her brassiere, A matching set of panties, both garments, a satisfying and comforting teal, joined the pile of the rest of her clothing before she tossed the lot into her locker, trading the entire look 
for a one-piece bathing suit of softer lavender. Against the rosette's pattern into her fur, the bathing suit already stood out, but it was impressively close to matching up with the waist-length tresses of her hair. Even more impressive than that was the way that she managed to gather that hair up to herself, swirling it around her own head in loop after loop, until all of it was contained, and a swim cap popped over the top, keeping her locks safe from the chlorinated water. The rest of her fur wouldn't be so lucky, but that was easier to cleanse with a proper shower, and the facilities at River City were better than the stereotypical locker room. Iris would be more than happy to take a long, relaxing shower when she was all done swimming laps. But that was a secondary pleasure to the feeling of stepping out of the locker room, stretching her arms over her head, and jumping feet first into the deep end of the lap pool. Some people hated the feeling of water compressing their ears and bubbles running up over their nostrils and eyes. But Iris loved the sensation of dipping as far into the water as her own weight would drag her down coming up through those rushing bubbles and feeling the excess water drip down her muzzle and back into the pool was, of course, its own little treat. As long as she was in the water, there was no part of the experience that she didn't enjoy. But there was something truly empowering about being the one to break the glassy surface of the lap pool and send waves rippling all the way to the opposite edge. And that was before she braced her foot paws against the wall and pushed off, rocketing away from that corner and propelling her body out into the lane. This is what I've been missing all semester long, Iris thought, keeping her breath contained as she moved through the water, her body rushing forward with an uncanny grace that kept her long flowing tail in perfect rhythm with her strokes. I really need to figure out some more free time for this. Her actions may have looked dainty and casual from a distance, but Iris was a practiced swimmer. Her paw dipping back into the water on each stroke was a matter of conserving energy and calculating her movements before she acted upon them. To the lifeguard that was watching, her skill was as evident as it was impressive, and having something to look at on the slowest day of the week was all the lifeguard could ask for. It wasn't easy for said lifeguard to gaze down on the pool without being obvious about the intentions of her gaze, but then she was trying not to lose herself in thought, just staring at the snow leopard. Her technique was impressive enough to capture the lifeguard's interest in the first place, but it only took a few laps for the feline to feel the weight of a stare on the small of her back. Am I doing something wrong? Feels like the lifeguard is keeping a really close eye on me, she thought. Could it be that she's annoyed for having to pay attention today? Guess I can't really blame her for that. Olivia was actually quite the friendly and jovial soul. To have someone to watch even for a couple of hours on such a slow day was a welcome occasion. The otter was slumped over in her chair, nearly falling asleep from boredom before Iris arrived. But another lap down the lane was enough for the feline to realize that there was no coincidence and the way that she was being watched. There was still a little daze in her smile, but Olivia was watching with greater interest than an appreciation of technique would convey. Eyes lit just a little bit. Smile kind of lazy and goofy. She's not checking me out right now, is she? Normally, Iris wasn't the type who went to the pool to try and draw a crowd, 
Her swimsuit was fairly modest in the face of modern fashion choices, and though she was a truly beautiful specimen of feline elegance, she was only ever concerned with the feeling of the water rushing through her fur and spreading around her digits as she clawed her way through another stroke. In this instance, with such a peaceful atmosphere and no one else around to worry about, Iris didn't mind looking back at the lifeguard and capturing the otter's gaze for just a moment. She changed in her form in the middle of that longing stare, but from that distance, Iris was able to cheat a gaze at Olivia's tight, form-fitting one piece, standing as a stark, contrasting band of red among traditionally brown fur. She's definitely checking me out, Iris thought, as she flipped onto her back, putting on such an intentional and obvious display that she had stopped caring about where the otter's eyes would wander. Might as well give us something to look at, then. From the flat of her back, Iris could see a wave from the lifeguard's chair, and she returned it, holding her arm up and pausing her backstroke just long enough to twiddle her fingers, adding a flirtatious departure to the gesture when her paw dipped back into the water. It's not every day I'm lucky enough to have my own private show at the pool, but sure I'm glad I picked up that extra shift today. Olivia whispered to herself, she wasn't worried about her thoughts reaching the snow leopard. She knew how loud the chaotic splashing of water around one's head could be. Figured I'd have to ask for someone to show off for me like this, but it really is my lucky day, isn't it? Iris couldn't quite read Olivia's lips, but she wasn't upset by that. She was more than happy to keep stroking her way, lazily floating on her back to the other end of the pool and catching the edge of the lane just in time to stop herself and plant her toe tips on the tiles below. If she's after more of a performance, I'm glad to give one, Iris thought. Not like she's got any reason to take her eyes off me, right? It was an unexpected ego stroke for Iris, but she was taking it and running with it at the end of the pool, doing a proper spin and pirouette in place as she adjusted for a different stroke. She was delighted to meet with Olivia's gaze once more, this time a little sharper, before she turned back to swim to the other side once more. She was moving with greater purpose as she sped down the lane, this time demonstrating her genuine prowess in the water itself. But her motivation wasn't just a show-off for the otter. She'd already done plenty of that, and she could feel a warm, fresh excitement building within her at the prospect of their conversation finally having a chance to blossom. The faster she reached the ladder at the far end of the roped-off lap side of the pool, the sooner she could jump into the casual waters of the socializing area of the pool. Empty as it was, she'd be able to swim right up to the edge, right under the otter's seat for some good, casual conversation. But she had one more chance to make a statement about the kind of conversation she was after. Be slick. Smooth. She thought, as she climbed up the side ladder of the pool with a slow, measured step. Her body was already popping slightly, pushing out her rump and letting her full, thick tail drip the excess water before she moved again. But she was already off balance from that. And now... The glamour shot to really seal the deal. But, 
Pulling her swim cap away and letting her thigh-length hair spill over, glorious a display as it was, proved the final nail in the coffin of her balance. Her hair spread across the water in a magical spread of soft lavender and silver, but with her chest pushed out and her rump lifted, she couldn't keep from slipping. Her rump slammed hard against the edge of the pool, giving her an immediate bruise on the tailbone. But that wasn't the only problem. Watching the whole time, Olivia had been clapping for the overt performance, but her jaw dropped for all the wrong reasons when Iris slipped back into the pool. And that will go down as the biggest failure of my casual dating life, I'm sure. Iris pondered her fate as she started to bring herself back around. But before she had a chance to overcome her embarrassment and climb up the ladder again, she was being hoisted from the water with surprising and impressive ease. Her head was above again before she knew it, and the rest of her body quickly followed as the pair sat on the edge of the pool. Her hair was a mess. The strap of her bathing suit had fallen from her shoulder to reveal more of her chest, and her backside stung something awful. But Iris had a natural beauty that shined through in any situation. Disheveled as she was, Olivia was still smitten with her. You know, I was hoping you and I might have a chance to sit down and talk, but this wasn't really how I wanted us to meet. The otter teased, seeing that Iris was already breathing just fine on her own. I'm sorry, are you okay? Olivia didn't want to forget herself or her duties as a lifeguard, but her concern came through as genuine as it could have when she was smiling so brightly. I think my pride hurts, worst of all, Iris confessed, but she stopped there. She was completely flustered to have the otter so close to her. Her cheeks were burning so much that Olivia was almost close enough to feel their warmth even if she couldn't see it through a proper layer of fur. Uh, are you sure? Olivia noted. The otter was towing a fine line between a professional inspection and a casual investigation, but Iris gave a quick shake of the head either way. I'm a little sore in a couple of spots, she explained. But nothing really hurts, I guess. Olivia's paw had already been all over Iris when she was yanking the feline out of the pool with such desperation. She was glad to know that the excitement hadn't faded at all when her open palm came to rest on Iris's thigh, traveling slowly up the length of her limb, ever closer to the cut of her bathing suit. Are, are you sure? It's not a bad idea to take a closer look. Olivia suggested. Make sure you didn't... You know, really hurt yourself somewhere deeper. Oftentimes, an awkward splash was all it took for two people with a powerful connection to get over themselves. Olivia was making the final push for her new acquaintance. And as she leaned in closer, she could feel her heart racing with the possibility of what would happen next. It was never a guarantee, and Olivia didn't take being this close for granted. But Iris gave just the slightest bit of a bob with her head, coming closer, smiling softer. And then much, much wider, as Olivia closed the gap, sealing their lips together in the passions of their first kiss. 
wasn't really planning on biffing it on my way out of the pool, but I guess that was a small price to pay for this. Iris thought. Worth every penny, too. She's amazing. Iris couldn't have imagined herself looking alluring right then, but Olivia wasn't sure how the snow leopard could have looked any cuter than she did. She wanted to open her eyes and admire the full, soaking tresses of her hair and the slightly disheveled look of her bathing suit, but she couldn't bring herself to open her eyes just yet. She just wanted to be there in the moment, and Iris, for her part, could only feel the subtle ripple of the water as she floated in Olivia's arms, and the smooth, soft roll of eager lips upon her own, pressing further and begging for something more than a cursory taste. The feline didn't want to disrupt any part of the act. She parted her lips a little wider, but everything else became that much tighter as her arms and legs wrapped around the otter, holding on to her like she would actually drown without the support. For the two women who loved the water so much, it was proving an essential aid to their fun, making it easy for Olivia to cup her paws around Iris's rump and in turn, keeping the cling of the snow leopard a simple and playful part of the act. It's break up her fun, but there are cameras around this place. Olivia mentioned, her lips staying right upon Iris's own to keep the teasing touch of their lips alive. Even then. I know a better place. One where we won't have to stop if you don't want to. It was a loaded suggestion, but just having a moment to pause and think about what she was doing was all it took for Iris to know that she never wanted their fun to end, even if it had to eventually. Lead the way, she whispered, her lips staying right upon Olivia's own. There weren't many places to hide, despite the size of the aquatic center, but there were a few where cameras wouldn't logically be allowed to operate. The lifeguards had a small rest area to sit between their shifts and during the breaks. Because it was often used as a changing area, there were no cameras, and overhead, there were heating lamps to keep recently soaked lifeguards from shivering as they waited out their minutes from their break. Olivia and Iris didn't have all the time in the world, but they were close enough to the doors of the pool house that they'd be able to hear someone coming. As long as they were careful and quick, they could have all kinds of fun, and a set of towels draped over the bench in the supply room proved to be all the cushion they'd need to get their fun started. I still don't think I've given you a proper examination after that fall. Olivia teased. How about you take a seat? And I finish inspecting you. Iris nodded, giggling behind the cover of a paw and planting her rump firmly on the bench. I suppose I could still use a little more attention to those sore spots I mentioned. The otter didn't want to make any secrets about what she was going to do. Her comforting eyes of subtle brown were already walking their way down Iris' covered figure, right to the crotch of her bathing suit but allowing herself to be distracted with the possibilities caused her to miss the snow leopard imitating her actions and staying one step ahead of her. Through the crotch of her traditional red bathing suit, Olivia felt the warmth of Iris's tongue against her covered mound, and paws on her hips kept her right where she was, even as the legs began to tremble. Oh, 
And here I thought I was the one doing the inspecting. Smiling as wide as she was, Olivia made it clear that she didn't mind the attention. I thought you might have hurt yourself too, Iris suggested. Being so heroic and diving in to save me like that. Normally I'd have to defer to a qualified professional, but you... Oh, fuck. You sure seem qualified to me. Olivia claimed. But she needed a closer inspection of the leopardess, needing to know for certain that she'd had no injuries hiding under her bathing suit. Up for a quick 69? Might make things a bit easier for both of us. Grinning wider and laying flat on the bench, Iris gave a quick thumbs up. I was starting to worry that you'd never ask. Giggling and straddling the face of the feline all in one move, Olivia stood carefully over Iris until she could support some of her weight on either side of the snow leopard, using the bench to do the rest of the work. At the end of it, she was comfortable, resting atop her new friend and settled right between her warm, tender thighs. I've been thinking about it longer than I probably should have. Olivia confessed all the same as she dipped a finger under the crotch of the swimsuit and tugged it aside. Greeted with a sight of warm, dripping strands of liquid arousal and the softest, sweetest bouquet, she couldn't help pushing her tongue down through the folds of the feline, eager to know her in a more intimate way than she'd originally hoped. Really, really glad you stopped by the pool today. Iris truly wanted to answer, her new friend with a sweet, verbal turn of phrase, but she was just getting the slim strip of fabric tugged aside when she felt Olivia's tongue gracing the warmth of her uncovered sex. Her ma opened to reply, but instead, she found herself leaning up and moaning into the silky entrance of Olivia's womanhood. Though it muffled the sound, it did nothing to hide her appreciation of the otter's advances. Each vibration of her moans carried through to the tip of her tongue, even as the warm, pink flesh pressed up and through the soaking petals of Olivia's sex. With just the first touch, Iris could feel Olivia's thighs tightening around the sides of her muzzle, but she was content with that adjustment. She didn't plan on budging from that spot until she was absolutely sure she had repaid the otter for her heroic deed. Just to help me if I'm crushing you. It was the most Olivia could offer without breaking her stride, and she was just finding the right pace of gliding her tongue down and through the delicate valley of feline petals, only to climb back up the outside of each labia, before taking a turn around the hood of her clit and capping off each pass with a flat, soft press to the very center of that most sensitive spot. She didn't want to go too far, too fast, but the risk of another customer coming into the aquatic center was ever looming. She was putting her best foot forward and running on it, much to the muffled continued delight of the snow leopard below. Iris was doing all she could to match Olivia step for step as the warmth of her lips kissed against the otter's moistened petals with all the passion that she'd given to her first kiss just minutes before. That was more than enough to get her point across, but leaning up far enough to kiss upon the hood of Olivia's clit and then... 
as she suckled at the tiny, proud nub and kissed around it over and over again. Iris found herself right at home, embracing the subtle aroma and sweet and soft tang of the otter's spilling desires. Knowing that she'd found the right spot to properly repay her new friend, Iris wasn't going anywhere. But Olivia wasn't going to be crushed by the ways of her orgasm alone. Don't worry. I... I'm close. Iris whispered, finding herself a bit more bashful than the otter, even when they were completely entangled in the throes of passion. Everything you do feels so... so wonderful. Olivia, please, I can't take any more of this. Luck remained on their side just long enough for the feline to cry out into the gap of Olivia's thighs. But she was determined to stay the course and keep suckling at the otter's favorite spot. Her lips sealing that much tighter and creating an echo chamber for the bulk of her vibrating groans. The combination of tight, suckling lips, a flickering tongue, and muffled groans was more than Olivia could have ever resisted. But an extra trail of wet, silky warmth against her tongue as she brought Iris to orgasm with her proved yet another pleasure unto itself. Everything had been stacked up so blissfully that her thighs were quivering before she had actually gone over the edge herself. When that moment finally came, Iris didn't stand a chance against the excess trickling of feminine moisture that spilled back down her muzzle in between her eyes, but she was already going to need a shower after the fun they'd had. A little extra mess was quite the welcome thing. Goodness, Iris, you... You just don't let up, do you? Olivia whimpered into the feline's petals, finding it harder to keep her tongue strong against the spot, and the distraction of her orgasm finally brought the act to a messy end, with her shorter, narrower snout dripping with the juices of a very happy leopardess. I think I'm going numb. Fuck. A tight grip of Olivia's backside forced her legs to go stiff, but she hadn't gone completely numb after all. But she was able to return the favor, clutching Iris's rump in her capable paws and enjoying how comfortable it molded into her grip. There was so much more the feline left to explore, but their luck was bound to run out if they'd kept playing in a place that was so easy to reach. It was a few glorious minutes of afterglow that the girls spent together, but each one catching their breath and smiling throughout. There were few words in that time, as they didn't want to say anything to alter the mood. They were still riddled with lust when Olivia finally helped Iris from the bench. The pair stood together, grinning and disheveled, but they pulled their swimsuits back to rights, just in time for Olivia's replacement to come through the door. <laughs> Knocking off a few minutes early? You're lucky there's no one out there to watch, honestly. Kayla! Oh, hi. I... yeah. Just wasn't feeling great. Decided to wrap up early. The tigress had her headphones in and her sunglasses on, even inside the building. She'd completely missed Iris, and the sight of the snow leopard holding Olivia's paw in her own. She was oblivious to their giggling as they snuck off to the showers, happy to help each other clean up. After they made a bigger mess, of course. 
And with that, we come to the end of Loving the Lifeguard by Josiah. I'd like to give a shout out to the members of our Patreon. In the top tier, we have Chestnut Luna and Dimbles. Being in the top tier, you have no idea how big it is for me and the podcast. It's truly humbling to have the support of amazing folks such as yourselves. I hope to continue providing entertainment and highlighting furry authors for as long as I can. For our other patrons, Dream Merchant, Agador, Wasson, and Glared, you guys are amazing as well. Each of you have been and continue to be instrumental to our success. And finally, everyone who has listened to any of our episodes, thank you. Each and every time someone listens to our work, it really does mean the most to myself, the authors of these stories, and the voice actors that bring the characters to life. We hope to continue doing this for as long as we are willing to and people are willing to listen. Good night and come again.